Hey everyone, welcome to the Paycheck Prison Break podcast. This is James Wadsworth, and I'm excited to uh, for for our episode today. This is the third episode of the podcast. You can hear the first two episodes on um, Apple or Spotify. Um, The podcast will soon be available on other streaming platforms as well. So uh, today, I was I was thinking um, about a principle, uh, a shift in mindset that needs to happen when you are uh, looking to become independent of your paycheck. So uh, I'd like to illustrate this with a bit of a story. So I, I was remembering that a few years ago, uh, my wife and I were chatting about a nightlight. So my wife was excited about this idea. She was wishing that she had a nightlight that she could put in our kids' rooms that she could control with an app on her phone. So maybe she could set a wake-up time, uh, and then we could coach and train our kids not to come out of their rooms until the light was off at uh, the set wake-up time. Uh, that way, we'd have fewer kids t- trying to get into, uh, you know, coming into our rooms, waking us up at 4 a.m. Um, and then there are a few other features that she thought would be cool. So within a few minutes of Googling, we found the product. Uh, it was even better than the one that we had come up with. Uh, We found the product that we wanted, and we were a little bit crestfallen. Um, That that has happened so many times to me and to to many other folks, right? You have this idea that you think is unique. Maybe, hey, that's a kind of a cool product. You start to get a little bit excited about it. What if I could figure out a way to create this product, to market it? That could be a successful business. And then uh, you're disappointed. (laughs) You're crushed because you find that somebody is already doing it. Well, the message today, the point of this episode is to tell you that doesn't matter. In fact, um, that's a good thing, a very good thing, right? So I'm, I'm somebody with more of a traditional business background. When I first started to look into a lot of this uh, sort of online direct marketing stuff, I, was confused at how does this make sense, right? So let's take, for example, a, a guy that I follow who I think has incredible content. His name is Ramit Sethi. Uh, he's the author of the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, um, a blog of the same name and offers a lot of online information products, all geared towards helping others to start and successfully grow the exact same type of business that he has, right? It's a business where he's teaching others to do the same business. Uh, and so with my background, I looked on that, uh, looked at that from the outside and said, how does this make sense? These guys, uh, Ramit and many others, are literally teaching and training people to become competitors. Uh, they're training up more people to compete with them for the same market. I, I mean, in the one hand, I thought it was kind of like, what if Uber had another product beyond everything that they already offer. And that product was teaching other tech teams how to build the Uber app, Uh, you know, line of code by line of code. So that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in that context. But here's the thing, what we're working at is not building a business that will eventually be valued in the billions because of uh, forecasted future cash flows discounted to the present. 
right? We're not working. Uh, that's not the model of entrepreneurship that we're going for, that I'm going for. Instead, we're looking to build a business that can allow us first to escape that dependence on the biweekly paycheck and uh, to be able to still support our families and, and live a life. So, uh, and, and ultimately for me, it's all about being able to decide how to spend my limited time the way that I want to with more degrees of freedom because of that paycheck independence. And that means you can totally discard all of these ideas about competition, about a saturated marketplace, um, all of those traditional ideas. You don't need a quote unquote blue ocean to go after. In fact, you want to go for a market, I want to go for a market where people are already operating, where there are already successful businesses. So uh, why? Because they have done the work. They've taken on the risk and they've proven that there are people who will pay for whatever it is they're selling. They've proven that there's a real market there. And that means there's room enough for me as well. So Ramit Sethi, who I mentioned earlier, calls this whole idea, he calls it the it's already been done fallacy. And he says uh, very clearly that, look, your idea doesn't have to be novel to win. There is more than enough room for all of us. Uh, so an incredible story, um, uh, I guess an, a story about just how, uh, how true that is and also how seeing others be successful at something that we are wanting and hoping to do can, uh, can become motivation for us to become successful as well in the very same market. Um, is a story that was shared by Kim Malik, who's the CEO of Salt and Straw, an artisanal ice cream scoop shop based in Portland, on the Breakthrough Builders podcast. So I mentioned this podcast earlier. It's a podcast that uh, that I've been involved with um, as a part of my full time job. And, but Kim told this incredible story to the host of that podcast, Jesse Purewall, which I'll quote here with a little bit of you know some slight editing to add some clarity. So. Kim, for years and years, right? I really relate to this part. For uh, years, she was doing the professional nine to five thing um, at many different large corporations. Uh, but she had this idea in the back of their head, that, uh, of her head, that she wanted to start an ice cream shop, um, and she wanted it to be a little bit different, right? That she wanted this to be an ice cream shop that was focused on community. Um, and that was the type of place where people could come together to have a scoop or two of ice cream, kind of like the Starbucks model, where it's not just about the coffee, it's about creating a gathering place and building a community. So she had this idea for years and years, and she talks about the moment that kind of shook her out of that, uh, you know, that, yeah, I'll do it someday, or yeah, I'll give it a shot at some point mindset and right into, I'm gonna do this now. And that moment was when she saw someone else being successful um, or, or having success with her idea, with what she felt was, uh, was her idea. So she, she says, I was sitting at the kitchen table. It was sunny in Portland, which it isn't always. And we were reading the New York Times 
and the New York Times magazine fell out on the kitchen table, and on the front cover was Humphrey Slocum. Humphrey Slocum is an artisanal ice cream shop. Kim says, I just raised my fist, fists at the heavens, and I was just so upset that someone had taken my idea. And they were, you know, the article was talking about the rise of artisanal ice cream. So I really gave it my best sort of like fury at the universe that someone else had done my idea and I had lost my opportunity. Kim's uh, husband's name is Mike. So she says, Mike is the most patient person. He sat across the table from me. He let me finish. And then he kind of tilted his head and he said, well, you should do it. And this was like one of those moments where someone calls you on your dream that you've been carrying around safely, tucked away in your back pocket forever. You know, I remember standing up and saying, well, maybe I will. And I think within a few days, I dusted off the old business plan and I started to get things going. So I, I love that story, right? Um, the, I mean, now salt and straw, I, I believe they have 16 locations across multiple states, very successful um, ice cream scoop shop. And it's amazing to me because Kim, she had the exact same reaction that a lot of us might have when we see someone else has, has quote unquote, taken our idea, right? She says, they took my idea. I've lost my opportunity. I waited too long. But then she shakes herself out of it. She dusts off the old business plan and she goes for it. So that, that should be the same thing. I mean, that's the way that all of us should take that. In fact, I want to find people that are, are doing something almost exactly the way that I have envisioned myself doing it. So whether that's an online direct marketing business or, some, uh, or something else and basically copy them. That's the way this business works. It's a good thing if someone else has proven already that the market is there, you just have to go and grab your piece of it.